I'm Chris Cohen, and this is Bands to Fans, interviews with professional musicians. For this episode, I spoke with Michael McDermott, drummer for Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. We discussed his relentless pursuit of knowledge and improvement, that how well you get along with your bandmates offstage will directly influence how well you play together on stage, and the surreal excitement he feels during a show when he plays the opening to I Love Rock and Roll. This episode is brought to you by us. Bands to Fans does content marketing for bands and individual musicians. Hire Bands to Fans to grow and engage your fan base. You can find us online at bands2fans.com. And now, here is the interview with Michael McDermott of Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. What drew you to the drums? Um, when I was a little kid, my mom's a, uh, my mother was a concert pianist uh, and choir director. Um, and there was a music store right near uh, this uh, family restaurant that we would go to, this Italian restaurant. And, and we would, so we would get done and my two sisters and I would always run next door to A to Z music. And, and the drums just always sort of did something for me. And, um, and, and my parents, you know, they encouraged that and nurtured that. And, you know, I got like a practice pad and sticks and then, um, and then I just moved from that. I just started building out of buckets and tin cans and things. And like that, you know, they were like, wow, okay, this is, he's a little more serious. Let's get him a drum set. So, uh, but yeah, I just, I've always just sort of loved that. Even from the Mickey Mouse drum set when I was a kid, kid up to like, as soon as I got the practice pad, like, you know, the old Remo, mm-hmm. you know, real head, gray plastic, pra- I still have one, uh, practice pads. And I just, um, it just, I, I don't know. It's, it's an everyday thing. It's an, ev- like, I have a drum set in my house and there's a, at some point in my day, there's points where I need to actually say, I will not play today. I will take that, you know, time away to do more, you know, mental introspection of the craft instead of the physical aspect of it. But, um, but yeah, I just, I I love it. I loved it since I've been uh, since three and then practice pads and buckets and cans up to, up to now. I still love it now. So, all right. Well then I got to ask what, when, when you take a day off for the mental introspection of the craft, what does that involve? Um, I really like to ride my bike, um, and not, not, not tour de France style. I can, I can wear like a t-shirt and bathing suit. Um, <laughs> and, but I, I just, I know I'm a city kid. So I, I had a, I have a fix yet and my bike has one gear and it's really, it's my legs. So whenever mm-hmm. I decide to put into it is what my bike is what my bike's going to give me. I don't have the, <laughs> the luxury on a hill to downshifter. Um, but just that I, I found, when I first moved, um, I would play all the time. My favorite gig was always my mother's basement. Um, and still to this day, I think that my mother's in my father's basement is, and, and when I go back there, my dad kind of has his like a little makeshift, like office and just stuff that he does down there. And I just still though I can still fantasize and see the different places that I used to have my drum kit throughout the years. And, 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 and the last place that it sat for years and years. And it just, that was just really my, my favorite gig. But <laughs> so I would play all the time there at my folks' house. And when I finally moved to New York City, 
the luxury of having a drum kit in house or readily available even you know on the on the daily became tough mm. um so it, it's the, in, the the mental introspection started there where because I couldn't really physically play I had to think about it a lot more so that when I did have the ability to play or the you know the time to play I got more out of what I was doing whether it be a band rehearsal or my own individual rehearsal so that's kind of when that started where and and where I didn't have the luxury to play all the time and just had to think about it um mm. and and still to this day I kind of like that a little bit it's also you know, as as we get older, our ears. You know, I, I like to. It's also uh, uh, an ear break for me. Um, so yeah. you know, give my hearing a, a second to just you know, relax. Mm -hmm. um, but just that, I, I mean. But the days off, I don't. I got to say, like, I don't. I don't take too many days off just because there's still so much stuff to learn. <laughs> You wow. know, um, I, I'm 49 and I think that I can, there's something, there's always something to learn. There were always, I had a couple, a lot of, a lot of kids in school and they'd be like, Oh, I, I play all the, I play every instrument. And you're like, do you really? <laughs> like, I mean, like, there's that whole, you know, like, you know, like, you know, yeah, I, I just, I think that there's, you know, you know, you can be, you can have, you can put your hand in a lot of things, but I think to be a master at something, you really have to. It's a constant evolution daily to, to, to do that. And for me, I, being on tour with Troy Laketa and Todd mm. Sugarman, like that's, you know, you're, you, you see that, you know, it, it's firsthand um, in the evolution of, of playing. Um, for God's sakes, even, even Tesla's guitar player, Frank Hannon, he plays, you see him playing every second of the day. Like hmm. he is, he is on his guitar doing something. And that's kind of really what, you know, I'm saying that it's like a testimonial to like, if you want something bad enough, you'll, you'll go for it. You'll hustle until you feel you have it. And, um, you know, and even the great ones, guitar players or drummers, like you're still, you know, in pursuit of that thing you know uh, uh yeah and, and uh and i think we all are i think if you really want to do your thing you you will constantly be in pursuit of getting better you know yeah. whatever you do i think whatever you do if you're a welder whatever you but you always if you don't want to succeed at your said craft you know you a don't you're not doing something that you truly love or b you're just not taking it serious enough hmm. so but yeah but just that i just so. Yeah, and you know, so that makes me, you know, wonder also about, you know, with this tour that you guys have been doing with Tesla and with Sticks, you know, being around uh, Troy Lakeda and Todd Zuckerman, you know, and seeing them play and that kind of thing. What have you learned from that experience? Um. Uh <laughs> Um, that, that I am doing exactly what I should be doing because those guys are at like such a high level hmm. that my whole, like my whole ideology of like, okay, not too many self-introspection days, keep hitting the kit, you know, maybe do two <laughs> days, you know, like that's the right ideology. And what, that's my takeaway is that like, 
constant pursuit of greatness is like is uh, yes, keep doing that because they're two of the greats. I mean, and and I think they're all three of us are three entirely different drummers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but yeah, like I I mean, you just that it's really that it's it's he is I was I'm like yep yep keep doing exactly what you're doing if you were if you want to get anywhere near those guys. Yep, yep, keep doing exactly what you're doing. Like right. that's my takeaway from being on tour with those guys is like every all the the constant work is that's that's just, you know, it's 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 the it's somebody telling you, "Yes, you're doing the right thing." Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So just that. That's my takeaway cuz they're great. They're amazing. And they you, and we all three of us, you you can go into any room and all three of us are on a practice pad at any point of the day. Yeah. So there's, I mean, yeah, it's just like that. It's the constant, everybody's, the constant evolution of like better, you know? So. Yeah. And, and that, and, and combined with the, the lack of ego and the, and the idea that, you know, you can learn from everyone. I mean, like, you know, before we even set this up, you know, when I was talking with Troy and he was, you know, talking about you and he said, you know, it's been really fascinating watching Michael play. And, you know, he's really inspired by your playing and and, and loves what you do around the kit. And it's and so it's, you know, it's it's in a way it's, you know, kind of this uh, mutual admiration society. But, you know, it's also this idea of, you know what? You know, I can learn from everyone, and everyone has something to teach me. Yep, yep, yep. Everyone, and and not just drummers. I mean, again, like going back to Frank with with Tesla. I mean, just his constant, you know, playing. I'm like, I mean, I do that at home. I like, I sit there while the TV's on if I'm watching a TV, you know, and and because every commercial has music. You know what mm, I mean? Every yeah. and, and a lot of things have music, so you can just sit there and and shed rudiments over this music or play along to the music. You know, um, yeah. And 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 it's just that it's it's it is a mutual admiration society for sure. It and it but and it's also again to be, it, it just backs up what everybody's doing. It's like yeah, see, like if you want to you want to do something, you really just go for it. Hmm. And, and I think that's really. Sorry, good. No, 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 no. It's no, just that. It's really, it's, it's just that. It's every, it's, it's, it's just that. It's really just, it's, it's, it's the, it's the knowing that what you've done and what you keep doing is just the right thing. You know, mm-hmm. you to keep saying the same thing, but like it's just, it's a, it's, it's a reminder that what you've done and what you do is, is, is the right thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, it's it, we all do, and you should take away from from anyone, you know, and again, and in no matter what craft you do, you, you should be able to learn. If there's a, if there's a welder that's better than you, you should be able to learn from him or a painter or a carpenter. You know, there's always some trick in no matter what trade you you're, you're in. And, and I, I think a lot of people, some people are really stubborn in the idea, I, you know, idea that they, they might know everything that they want to know, or they know it all. Mm. But that's really quite honestly not the case. And, and you know, there's the, the takeaway in life is this, like, keep your eyes and your ears open because you never know what you're going to see and you never know what you're going to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I saw you guys when you, uh, came here to Raleigh and one thing that really struck me was there's this great 
rumbling thunder to your playing um where you you do a lot of great work with the toms and and the floor toms and 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 such and i'm curious what shaped that what shaped your use of the toms in your playing um in i i i kind of love i i love the toms because they're just full of tone and each drum has has a ton of tonality in depending upon where you're hitting it in you know perspective to the rim um so and they're just it's like really like a painter's palette there's so much color to drums and cymbals um mm. for here it comes really from my predecessor tommy price mm. um who is is one of the greats and the you know in this band the 14 inch floor tom is my ride cymbal <laughs> so it really is like it everything is centered more around that and 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 the, well i just even like the rhythms of the toms every you know there's so many songs that have you know toms in that they're like you know light a day um yeah the michael j fox movie later like that's all toms uh tmi um there, there's so many things and like i'm i i i mean touch uh you know touch uh hate myself for loving you everything like that that's like driven by like the floor the, that 14 inch floor tom you know that's that's mm -hmm. the, that's almost like my my ride symbol my hi-hat um so really it comes from that it comes from my predecessor the great tommy price um mm. who laid you know the groundwork i mean he wears big boots and I'm still like in some sneakers. Um, but I, it's, 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 it's a good, it's a great, it's, it's turned me around, you know, in, in the way I play. And, and I also like that. I like the shakeup. Um, that's another, you know, in the, in the, in the pursuit of learning, you know, like mm -hmm. you sometimes have to throw yourself into the deep end of a pool you know, to, and be like, I'm going to, I'm going to swim out of this. I'm going to test myself. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and that, you know, you, I, I've taken, you know, certain gigs that do that for me. Um, and, and this is one of them where, you know, and, um, it's by no means by, it's funny because it's, 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 it's one of the gigs that like, I, I definitively need to play less. And in playing less, it, it just becomes, it's a hard, it's probably one of the harder gigs um, that I've had. And not only because of Tommy Price, but because of, you know, stylistically and, and what the music calls and what Joan calls for. Um, mm -hmm. It is really a less is more meat and potatoes, you know, you, you groove, you just, that's, that she really wants, you know, she wants to be able to shake her hips, man. And, and she wants everybody <laughs> else to shake their hips, you know, it's yeah. really, and if you, you got to have that, that, that just thing, you know, that, that, that bone, that groove. And, um, and that's really, that's what, that's it. That's, that's where the toms come in. Mm. Um, again, I've had a couple of other things. The last thing I, I was doing, um, even before this was, um, I did, I was doing Rome from sublime, right. um, on his solo stuff and his solo stuff was kind of like Daft Punk meets the clash, um, mm. very different from sublime. Um, and very, a lot of, a lot of tracks. So, you know, playing along the click, playing along to a lot of 
just a lot of stuff. And that was very tribally oriented, uh, but dancey, super dancey, you mm-hmm. know, but just a lot. At, and so in the same element, I was like, all right, like I was just here. Like I, so when coming <laughs> into this, I, I was already in that Tom world of like, all right, yeah, I got this. I had same, I mean, same setup, you know, just minus, you know, minus an Ableton system that I got to hit, you know? So yeah, I was yeah. Stoked. I was, and, uh, <laughs> and just, and just <laughs> less technology, more, more feeling. Um, and it was just great. It was so, you know, I'm, that's, but yeah, back to it. That comes from where, you know, my predecessor, Tommy Price, he just, you know, he's, he laid the, the work for everything that I'm doing. So, hmm. and then, you Big know, from, yeah, <laughs> Big boots. From your unique uh, perspective, what is one of the more interesting Joan Jett songs to play and why? Hmm. Um, what is an interesting song to play? Um, God, I mean, I, I got to say they're all they're all interesting to play. I don't, I don't really, there it's, it, this is one of those, that's, that's an, it's a, it's a good question because, and I'm sure you like, when you have a, when you're in a band sometimes, or you, you, you play for a band, you have favorite songs and there's, mm-hmm. and then there's, you know, inevitably like, they're like, Oh, that song's in the set. Uh, and there's like less favorite. You don't like, you don't dislike them. We will just call them less favorites. Um, yes. And, but I, in this band, I have none of those. I I, I don't have fav- and and they're and and it's sort of constantly evolving, you know. Like even us as a band, this is like my third year in the band, and I we've kind of hit this high as a as a band where we've kind of like just melded together and kind of found our way. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 it's that seemingly kind of happens even daily where we just you know and now we're kind of in pursuit of the consistent you know consistently great show you know we, i mean we we're all sports fans and <laughs> so we all want to win the game but yeah. we really you know we don't want to just win one nothing we want to really we want to try our best and come out of there we want to pitch a no hitter you know mm-hmm. we wanna, so and, and and that kind of thing we just so it's just the pursuit of that now um I don't know, you know, so again, song wise, I, I, I really, I, for me, I, I mean, I, as a, as, as a fan and as a kid who used to play in the basement, every time I start the opening snare lick to, I love rock and roll. It, hmm. I mean, it, it is, I have to look around and I'm like, who the hell is playing this? Where, <laughs> am, I, where am I? Am I? Am I in my mother's basement still? It's so <laughs> surreal sometimes, you know, to go da, 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 and you're like, oh my God, I'm playing that song. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a challenge to play all these songs because, you know, several of them are quite iconic. Mm-hmm. And it's really just the challenge is to live up to that every day and to like make them sound kind of how they sounded. But I love yeah. them all. I don't. This is this is a project where I really don't. It's not like, oh God, we're playing that song, you know. Right. Like, you know, and it's just, it's, I love them all. I love them. Yeah, all. and it, it, along the lines of melding with your fellow musicians, you know, you've you've 
played in a, a number of bands uh, and you've done, you know, a lot of studio work and such like that. And so I'm curious what is, you know, especially, you know, there's always that tight relationship, especially be- between the drummer and the bass player. What's what's the key when you when you join a band to meshing with the bass player and the other musicians? Um, I mean, you know, you have to have like a mutual musical respect, mm-hmm. um, playing wise. Um, if you, if you don't have that, it makes it a little difficult. Um, but if there's somebody who is, is, uh, less maybe talented or, 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 or accomplished on their said instrument, but they have, but they're, they're, they're progressing and they have just that, that desire that you have, you know, to, to be better and to want that goes a long way. Um, mm. and a big one really is being able to hang out with all your other bandmates for 23 hours a day. Um, mm. you really only play for an hour a day. So it's trying not to be a jerk for 23 hours and, <laughs> and, 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 and pitch in and, and get lend to hell and just be, just be nice, you know. Nice gets nice. My father would always say, "Nice gets nice," and mm. and if and it it does. I think it does. And and if it doesn't, uh, you know, shame on them. I'm still going to be nice. I, you know, it's all. I it, I don't have that in my nature to just sort of be mean. Um. So it's really that. It's it's that's how you meld with is is getting. And I think I've heard that, you know, and I'm sure you you hear this all the time. And it's so true, though. Um, but, and, and, and for some reason we all say it and yet there's always going to be that one guy and pardon my French, who wants to be the asshole. And you're like, no, yeah. everybody always says <laughs> you're supposed to get along with all your, like, like, why is there still like every now and then there's that one guy who's just like, you're like, why you like, you know, don't have Didn't you get the manual where it said, <laughs> don't be a jerk for 23 hours a day. Like that's one of the first things you learn. Like. So it's just that it's, 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 but you also have to, it, I mean, it, it's sometimes that doesn't work it be, and it's only for like, it, it's not for lack of trying, but sometimes, you know, it's, it's like, a, it, it is very much like a relationship with a woman or, or a, or a man, or if you're a man or a woman to what, like whatever relationship you have, like sometimes you, you, you think you guys are, you get along and it, and it, and it's great for a little while. And then you realize that your interests aren't their interests and, and your desires aren't theirs. And you know, your hopes and dreams, expectations, yada, yada. And you just don't, and you, then you, you part, you know, you part amicably, hopefully, and you move on. And I think yeah. the band is very much like that, even more so because you're with them sometimes more than you are with your said spouse. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, so for, it's not sometimes for lack of trying. It's sometimes you just maybe don't get along, and it moves on. Luckily for this it, camp, everybody is like we, you know, we all want to hang out. We all, we all, eat, we all eat dinner together every day. Hmm. So I mean, if and if if somebody's not there, there's the, there's the call or the text message. Hey, dinner time, and hmm. it's almost like when I was a kid, like like it, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's like okay, it's four thirty. It's time to get home for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> and no matter where you are, you got to get home for dinner. It's four thirty. Go home for dinner. So. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I've heard other musicians talk about you know the importance of you know being able to get along with the rest of of the band or the rest of the crew and everything. But 
I think you touched on an interesting point that I haven't heard before, and that's the 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 idea that how you are, how your relationships are off stage, uh, directly affects your playing on stage with those people. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If you're stoked to be around those people at dinner, you're definitely going to be fucking stoked. Pardon my French. When you get on stage doing the thing you all love the most. And it just, it heightens it so much more, you know, than that. Cause you're not really walking through the motions, you know, yeah. I, I, you really, I mean, Dougie, our guitar player, there are certain solos that like, I get lost in his shit. I, I just want to <laughs> stare at his, sh- I, I'm, and I'm sure my mouth is open. I mean, I'm making, I have, you know, the dumb drummer face and I'm just <laughs> in awe of what he's playing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, guy, like, and it, but that inspires me then to, you know, to like lay into it a little more, you know, like a little more meat and potatoes. Like, and just, it's just, and it's just, you feed off each other. And then if the crowd's cool, that's even better. But I mean, if the, if the four of us are grooving and melding, then that, you know, I, I think it starts there and then mm-hmm. it's, I, I don't know, you know, it, but it definitely, yeah, if you don't like each other, I mean, I'm sure we've all been in those situations where you, where you don't like somebody and it just, it makes it tough to do your job. Yeah. You know, sometimes. And, you know, so. and then getting back to your kit, uh, looking at, at shots of it and stuff. Um, although your kit, your black hearts kit is, is fairly stripped down and just, you know, the one rack Tom, the two floor Toms, et cetera. You have quite a collection of symbols surrounding you. What inspired that aspect of your setup? Um, I've always been a big cymbal guy. That's another thing. That's kind of like drums. They're like, they're, you know, the same kind of ideology as a painter and and the palette and paints and like the drums. I said, I, they're very much colors as well. Mm. Um, for what I have, um, like I, you know, I have like an, an ozone crash and then like an arrow crash. Um, and even and like for like camps like this that are kind of rock and roll, um, uh, I mean, you know, at first it was very much, um, like our tour manager, Ed Sargent, who's got a degree in percussion. He was mm. a little like, Oh God, what are those? <laughs> but, but he, you know, what what are you using? You know, it's like kind of like you know bringing a splash symbol to to a place that just do, it doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and, and but they in, in in they're in contrast with with you know hitting them in combos, you know, with a nineteen or a twenty one or twenty. Like they just you know they kind of they fit well. Um, again, this band though, we really it this is this is kind of like a little less symbol thing mm. you know which is funny because i have a lot of symbols but i like them then to to when i need them you know if i don't if i didn't have them uh it, it would be it would be a little odd for me um and, and again i i like i love i just love them as color i love them for that um i don't necessarily like my ride is not like a real pingy ride mm-hmm. um um but that and and the symbol right to the to the right of that um, they're, bo- they're both rides, but they're kind of like light rides. So it, it's easy to just sort of wash on them a little bit or to, you know, combo between the play between the two of them. Um, 
and it, it, it's uh, but 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 on a whole, to answer your question, it's, yeah. it's definitely it, it's a symbol. It's 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 funny that I have so many because it's like a symbolist thing, you know. It's like that's also maybe why I have um, I have sixteen inch high hats to my right, where if there's stuff that I would maybe normally um, crash on or like ride a crash to get that, sh- you know, that's um, I I do it more on the, on the sixteen inch high hats because it just sort of cuts down on the overall wash of of what I'm playing. Um, mm-hmm. so and it focuses then more on on the drum aspect and again though most of the time like we said before that 14 inch floor tom those those are you know that's that's my symbol right there so yeah and then as we mentioned you, you've played in a number of bands you were in uh the band bouncing souls for uh, a long period of time and then you've been playing with rome and such and, and now you're in the black hearts what i'm curious about is how have you changed as a drummer over the course of that time? Um, hmm. I think you, I think I've just, I've gotten better, um, in being more solid in my approach and, and being more consistent, um, in just, and consistency in like, I want every snare hit to be the same hit, you know, I don't, um, I, I, I want every, I want to be able to, I want to hit, you know, I don't want to, when I'm going around the toms, I don't want to have a, uh, you know, a bunk Tom hit, you know, it's I, that kind of consistency of, of hitting each drum in the sweet spot, um, playing a perfect show, feeling good at, you know, having good grooves, um, that I think in, in overall, that's kind of really where I go for is, is consistency and just in, in being good um, and, and striving to be better the next day. And I, you know, I watch a lot of game films, so to speak. I watch, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever I can get on YouTube, whatever I can get on Instagram. Like I'm, I'm in the back of the bus before sticks goes on. I'm putting away my wets and my, and my, my bag. Yeah. I'm I'm watching little videos of stuff that people just shot because I want to just I want to make sure that that groove that I thought was grooving is grooving. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it's and it's good to do that, you know. That's game films, you know. You that's you know you play you play a game on Sunday, you know Monday morning, Monday afternoon. You're in the you're in there with the coaches and they're running down what you did right, what you did wrong. And um, I think that like you know personally critiquing yourself, I think is a great thing. Um, I think there's a lot of kids that are making videos when they should be watching videos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think we're I think we're in that generation a little too much where it's like you should watch some more videos before <laughs> you start making the video. But again, it's you can't I, like I have a theory, and not to get off the thing, but there's no like there's no bad song. You know what I mean? There's like, if somebody's like, oh, that song sucks. No, it doesn't. You don't like it. And, and the music doesn't serve its purpose for you. But for yeah. someone else, that music is serving its purpose. And if that song makes that person happy, it has served its job. It, it, mm. that, that is what music is for. I mean, you know, if you like music, you should pretty much be open to all sorts of music. 
but you know, and but some people aren't. But that whole ideology of like, oh, that sucks or that's that's bad. Eh, it's not what you like, but it maybe what the people that are making it they like it, and there's probably a whole sect of people that are listening to it that like it. So it's you know, and it's and it's music. It's really it's not for that. You know, it's really not for that. Yeah, it's not. It's and, not to say for to say this is good or bad. Right, right. But you know, one thing I've come to appreciate is 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 that idea of the well, number one, the less is more concept, but also how that can be quite the test or quite the challenge in the sense of there's a lot of busy players out there that you know take advantage of the fact that if you're playing a ton of notes all, you know, per minute, if you, you know, muff one, it'll get buried and most people won't notice. But if you're doing the solid four on the floor groove, there's nothing really to hide behind, you know, and, and each, each hit has to land. And so, you know, I think in, in some ways, you know, that makes what you do and the music you guys play, you know, a little even riskier because it's, you know, it's it's each each note has to count that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Like, I, like the, there's a new sect of players that are amazing, like your Eric Moores or something. And I don't like those dudes, you know, but they're just and I, what I call those guys when I watch those dudes mm. um I call, they, I call them, um, I'd lose my job players. Like, cause with Joan, <laughs> like every, like every time, like the guy, he might be like, you know, hitting like, you know, uh, 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 and then it just starts. <laughs> and, and you're, and I, and when that starts, I'd go, I'd get fired. I'd, I'd get fired. I'd get fired. I'd get fired. Everything like that. I would like, because, and it's really, you're right. Like if you're filling every four bars, Every two bars, if you're throwing like the, the you know the, the amount of fills you're throwing, one one you bunking one and get it getting lost in the mix is going to happen. For me, it's you're right. Like I, I I might not throw any fills in a song, or there might just be one fill in a song, and it's like yeah, that has to like that has to just be right, you know. Yeah. Like there's no not like the beginning of we'll go back to the beginning of like rock and roll. Those, you know, those hits, that has to be like, it can't be like, like, you know, I'm sort of hitting, I'm in the center of the drum, but then I pull the stick out and I'm kind of hitting near the rim. Like every hit is that, and that's kind of to go back to what you, you know, asked before, that's what I want to get better at is just, and I, and I have, you know, I mean, cause I had the job, if I didn't, if I didn't, couldn't do that, I would believe I would not be here. Yeah. Um, which is good, but at, at the same time, then you get to that level, which you get to this level, and, and it almost it you either you either do two things: you either become complacent because you feel like you've quote made it, and I'm doing the quote marks with my fingers, um, or you are like, oh, and I can't. There's a God. There's a, and it's a it's an old is it like a Latin term, but it's like race nadire natiscit something, but but it hmm. like roughly translates into like. Once you, once you've got it up, keep it up. 
Yeah. And and that's kind of where, you know, like with like with Shookerman or Troy, back to mm-hmm. those guys or, you know, friends I got like they you you get to a certain place and it's like, no, now the real work begins. Mm. You know, like I like kind of like probably with like a football player, it's like you can go through high school and you had your college days and everything, but then you get drafted, you go to a thing and now the real work begins. Like mm. now you're here. Now you're at that spot that you've, you've, you've worked so hard to achieve. Can you stay there? Then that mm. is the real goal of the whole thing is, you know, do, do you have the want and the willingness and the ability to, to stay there once you've gotten there? That's the show. Thank you for listening. You can find more interviews at bands2fans.com. Our theme music was created by isourcemusic.com. For more about them, follow the link in the show notes. And please check out our other podcast, Connect to Fans, where I interview insightful and creative business people.